Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Well, hello, friends. Here we are on our last day in Galatians. I have waited to post this, I think, because there's a part of me, I'm a little just in disbelief that it's really the end, but excited to share with you today and excited that this will not be the end of the Let's Remember This podcast. So we are going to pause, um, but make sure you're following me on social media, the Let's Remember This podcast. And I will be updating you there on um, what is happening next. So I'm still um, prepping and getting things ready for kind of the next series of what we're going to do, the next piece of scripture that we're going to walk through together. But I have been so honored to know that there are so many of you that have been listening and going through scripture with me. This is truly such a gift. And so Really, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for going on this journey as I navigate podcasting and um, just being so vulnerable here. This has been a huge space for me to just kind of really open up my heart and share, you know, what God's speaking, which can feel really vulnerable at times. And so thank you for the grace that you've given me in that in just sharing this space with me. So I'm excited today for our last day in Galatians. We're going to be reading Galatians 6 verses 11 through 18. And our final verse is 18. So would you one last time in Galatians, just pause wherever you're at, take a deep breath, ask the Holy Spirit to come speak to you, show you what it is that you need to receive today, what it is that you need to remember. Galatians 6, 11 says this, notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. Those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others. They don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. And even those who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in the world has been crucified and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. May God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. They are the new people of God. From now on, don't let anyone trouble me with these things, for I bear on my body the scars that show I belong to Jesus. Dear brothers and sisters, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much for your word that is alive, that is active. We thank you for the ways that you have been speaking to us, that you are speaking to us today. And so we just ask, Holy Spirit, would you just show us what do we need to receive from you? And what is it that you want us to remember? We ask this in your name. Amen. I love how Paul ends this. His kind of final words, his last words are grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Paul, all throughout his writing, there's so much emphasis on grace, 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 grace. And one last time, that's what he wants us to hear today. 
that the grace of God is what we want to carry with us, is what needs to be with us. Now, as I was thinking of this word grace, I've often heard it put that mercy and grace, sometimes we talk about them the same way, but really mercy is not getting something that you do deserve. Well, grace is getting something that you don't deserve. So when we think of Jesus and him dying on the cross to pay the price for our sins, it's we experience both mercy and grace through that of we deserve to we the to pay the price of our own sins, yet we didn't get it. Mercy is not getting that. We didn't get what we do deserve. And then grace is getting something that you don't deserve. And the grace of Jesus is that even though we don't deserve it and there's nothing that we could do to earn it, that he did die on the cross to pay the price for our sins so that we could have everlasting life with him. And recognizing that grace is so much more than just a concept or a thing, but really it is the person of the Holy Spirit. And even Paul saying, you know, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Grace is so much more beautiful and so much more complex than just just a thought, than just a word, than just a theory. But what does it look like to really receive the grace of Jesus? Well, a couple weeks ago, um, or a couple days ago, I was reading in my devotional again, and it had this little expert on grace that I wanted to read. And this is Paul David Tripp. And he says, God is working right now, but not so much to give us predictable, comfortable, and pleasurable lives. He isn't so much working to transform our circumstances as he is working through hard circumstances to transform you and me. Perhaps in hard moments when we are tempted to wonder where God's grace is, it is grace that we are getting, but not grace in the form of a soft pillow or a cool drink. Rather, in those moments, we are being blessed with the heart-transforming grace of difficulty because the God who loves us knows that this is exactly the grace we need. One of the most beautiful things about grace is that sometimes grace is something that's happening to us. Grace is the transforming process that we are in. Grace is is us being transformed into the likeness of Jesus. And sometimes it's going to come in ways where we're so excited to receive the gift of grace. We're so excited to receive grace But there's going to be many times in our life, and I was reminded of this today as I read, when the grace of God isn't going to look like how we thought it was going to look. Because Jesus on the cross, it was pain. Him being crucified was a painful thing, but it ushered in grace for you and me. And there's ways the Lord wants to use us to usher in grace for other people. But he's not working. I love this quote says, he's not working so much to transform our circumstances as he is to working through those hard circumstances to transform you and me. I think the easy thing would be that all our hard circumstances go away, but rather I feel like often the Lord uses those things to transform us more into his likeness. And that is the beauty of grace. That we get to be transformed every day into the likeness of Jesus. We don't deserve it. There's nothing that we could do to earn it other than to surrender to the free gift that is grace. And this is Paul's heart for us when he's saying to your brothers and sisters, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And so as I'm reading this today, I just feel that gentle reminder from the Lord. That grace may not always look what I think it's going to look like. Jesus did not look like how people thought he was going to look. And many people didn't receive him because of that. But maybe 
what I'm walking through, the way that the Lord is transforming me is the grace and the gift that I need in this moment. Maybe the hard circumstances, although can be painful, are the very thing that will transform me more into the image of God, into his likeness, so that I can continue to be his hands and feet and usher in grace to those around me. And so wherever you're at, I want to encourage you today, if you're facing hard circumstances and wondering, God, where are you? Why, why am I not receiving your grace? To look for the ways that he is giving you grace and he is transforming you and changing you in the midst of the chaos and the painful moments. Because God's grace is unexpected. It's something we won't always understand but it's something that he wants us to experience and ultimately will lead us closer to Jesus and transform us more into his likeness. So I want to read this to you again and have you ask the Lord what it is that you need to remember. For me, I'm remembering today that grace, it all comes back to grace, the grace of God. And grace might not look the way I think it's going to look, but it is a gift that I don't deserve And it is something that is transforming me into the likeness of Jesus. So as I read these verses over to you again, 11 through 18, would you just ask the Holy Spirit to speak and show you what you need to remember today? Galatians 6, 11 says, Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. Those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others. They don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. And even those who advocate circumcision... Don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. May God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle They are the new people of God. From now on, don't let anyone trouble me with these things, for I bear on my body the scars that I show belong to Jesus. Dear brothers and sisters, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed walking through Galatians together in this community. I hope that you found a friend, a spouse, someone to walk through these scriptures with. And we will be back in just a few weeks. I'll be posting a date shortly of when we'll be releasing the next episodes in the next season. But this has been such a joy, such an honor, um, such a step of faith and obedience to opening this door. And so I pray that it continues to bless you, that God continues to speak to you through these scriptures. Maybe it's re-listening or sharing with a friend. And would you just continue every day to wake up knowing that God wants to speak to you directly? that you can hear his voice through scripture, through his spirit, through other people. And so just simply ask him, God, how can I receive you today? And what do you want me to remember? Enjoy your day, your week, and we will be back soon.